Let us pray. God who comes to us in Jesus Christ to save us, fill our expectant hearts with joy as we wait for the day when your kingdom will fully come on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. You may be seated. Good morning, all saints. I have good news for you this morning. Everyone's favorite Advent characters back in the spotlight today in Matthew's Gospel. That's right, we have the locust and honey-eating, camel-hair-wearing harbinger of the Advent, front and center, John the Baptist, or better known from this pulpit simply as JB. <laughs> as the one called from birth to announce the Advent of the Messiah, JB is unique in history. There won't be another like him. He's the last of the prophets before the advent of the Christ. He is the one to signal the time of transition from the old to the new. And in today's reading, John asks a question of Jesus through his disciples, are you the one? Now, John knew what he was asking. Jesus knew what John was asking, and it is this. The expectations of those who were looking for the Messiah had not been met. They were looking for a powerful warrior king whose rule would overthrow the political regime of the day. What they saw in Jesus was not that. It was different. And they didn't get it until Jesus helped them piece it all together. It was Jesus' answer to John's question that did it. It is what signaled to John that Jesus was indeed the one. Jesus didn't declare this openly. Rather, he told them to tell John what they had saw and heard. And he quoted from the prophet Isaiah, The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor, well, they have good news brought to them. It is in and through these actions that God's kingdom is breaking into this world. The old is giving way to the new. That which Isaiah envisioned in his prophetic oracles is now upon us. Those words from Isaiah speak of the Messiah in a striking way. Jesus did not come to gain earthly power or to sit on an earthly throne. He came among the people to save them, to save us. Instead of casting away those on the margins of society, those that many would want to send away or keep out of sight, it is precisely those people that the Messiah came to restore and to save. And it's still those people, our neighbors, that God calls us to love and to witness to. We heard in today's Old Testament reading the words that Jesus quoted in response to John. And those words give us a beautiful picture of the salvation that comes to us and to all through Jesus Christ. This is what the inbreaking of the kingdom of God looks like here on earth. This is the new overtaking the old. This is the Messiah's advent. On that day, the wilderness, the dry land, the desert will be glad and rejoice. The waters will flow freely in the wilderness. There will be streams in the desert 
The burning sand will become a pool. The thirsty ground, springs of water, the haunt of jackals, an image that in this world represents desolation, but not in God's kingdom. Now it becomes a swamp, and where there was grass, there are now reeds and rushes, at which was dry, cracked, and desolate. Earth is flooded with life-giving, renewing, and transforming water. Those once uninhabitable environments are transformed into places that are not only habitable, but are now favorable for life. This is salvation. This is joy. This is the new normal in God's kingdom, overcoming the old normal in this world. Think with me for a moment. The blind seeing is not normal, nor is the deaf hearing or the lame walking. These things don't just happen, do they? Even with all of the advances in medical sciences, the norm then is still the norm now, The blind don't see and the lame don't walk. But God's kingdom is different. The norm as we know it is subject to the rules of this world, but God's kingdom is not because it does not originate in this world. It is not of this world. It is ruled by God who Isaiah says elsewhere has heaven as his throne and the earth as his footstool. J.B. came announcing the arrival of the new world, a new way, a new norm, the arrival of the kingdom of God, the arrival of the Messiah. And when Jesus is acting here on earth as recorded for us in the Gospels, he is demonstrating the new norm in and amongst the old, and the old doesn't know what to do with him. Just as it didn't know what to do with those who foretold of his advent, even the announcement of such a kingdom to be threatened the norm of the day and its fragile earthly rulers, and so they killed the prophets, John included, and they crucified our Lord. It doesn't feel like we're moving towards Christmas, but this is the mood of advent that always begins in darkness. In this liturgical season, there is more dissonance with the world around us. Advent isn't for the nostalgic hallmark customs that we've been told we should be participating in. It isn't about preparing for Christmas. It is about the arrival and the inbreaking of God's kingdom in this world, the establishing of the new norm. In Advent, we see Jesus, the one to come in the future, performing deeds in the present that fulfill prophetic expectations from the past. It is this paradoxical tension between the past, the present, and the future where we find ourselves today. It is where we, the church, live. So what are we to do? How ought we to live in light of our position our place in salvation history. Friends, as we heard from James today, we are to be patient until the coming of the Lord. Strengthen your hearts, he says, because the Lord's coming is near. This is what the season of Advent is about, waiting with expectant hearts, hearts that are filled with deep joy that comes from the salvation of our Lord, not from the shallow seasonal sentimentality. 
Advent is preparing for that glorious day when he who has said he would come again will do just that. And even though that day means judgment will come, we rejoice because he who will come has already given himself to be judged in our place. He suffered to save us from Satan's power when we were going astray. Old tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy, tidings of comfort and joy. Thanks be to God. Amen.